Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. It's getting hot in here. It is definitely. Take off all. Oh, whoa. I'm not supposed to say that part of the all song. All your earphones. Earphones. There you My go. ears are sweating. There you go. These things are, that's why, yeah, they're very warm. And we wear earphones, or uh, ear, what do you call these? Ear, ear muffs? Ear plugs? Ear muffs. What do we call them? Headphones. I was was at the beach. These people now (laughs) wear these two-pronged fans around their neck -uh. that look like they have a headset pulled down like they're listening to some beats or something, you know, Dr. Dre beats. And it's just giving the cool breeze And it's just blowing them some wind. (laughs) Wow. It's the, the, uh, like you're in a wind tunnel. Man, I I remember uh, when I was a kid, I, I grew up in Atlanta. We went to the Olympics in 1996, just near the house and they showed those water remember those water bottles that you put a battery in it had a fan built in you could yeah. spray your mist yourself man that was that was some good stuff back then my mom still uses that yeah that's i don't and wears her. a visor yeah my mom wears visors <laughs> visors are cool. it's something about the generation we had a guest uh, playing golf wearing a visor a couple weeks ago they might be coming back we just don't know i'm definitely behind the times <laughs> i'm still never gonna text <laughs> yeah. right uh, all the girls are doing, all the kids are doing Snapchat, like the teenage kids that have a phone. And we've held out on that. Reagan's trying to study what, if Snapchat's good or not. We don't do social media. Yeah. And we ha- don't get a phone till you're 14 in my house. That's just opinions. But these groups, like I'm talking about like education groups, church groups and stuff or will snap. I'm like, won't you just do a text group? No, like, you're so out of it. And I was more. asking Reagan, I was like, why is, what's the big deal? And she's like, we're old. We don't know. We don't. We got to do antiquated research. You guys are on that. I mean, I tried to pull out the Webster, the Encyclopedia Britannica. I went over to my daddy's house. It don't have anything about Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, there's a lot to unpack there. I'm not really sure what to say. If I want to address the Encyclopedia Britannica first, or the fact that you do social media, just not personally, you do through our family of companies. When you get to the part of that encyclopedia where the Berlin Wall falls, it's really going to blow your mind. Oh, man. (laughs) Goodness gracious, TJ's chiming in. He thinks I'm a dummy. (laughs) He said, this is radio for dummies. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, uh, he's wearing a a Pitching for Wishes shirt today. I think in a couple weeks we got Chris Weber from the Make-A-Wish Foundation getting our countdown, 10-week countdown. Wow. And we'll go ahead and preface First weekend of November. We're going to ask him to call a timeout. Okay. (laughs) We're just going to ask him. Oh, gosh. Always. Man. Sorry, Chris. Goodness but we gracious. Do. Now, you're talking about Encyclopedia Britannica, as I told you. that maybe- My dad bought two things from that Whoa. guy that sold at the door. <laughs> Electrolux vacuums and encyclopedias. All right. The, inter- the interruption was well warranted. My brother was one of those door-to-door salespeople <laughs> in college. All right. Go North- ahead with your encyclopedia. North that Dakota. That's all I was going to tell you. I don't think he'd had much luck out in North Dakota. North Dakota? Yeah. Was he commission sales? 100%. Hey, that's why he's so <laughs> successful today. <laughs> y- yeah. Yeah, that might be a, a, a for a time for another. That might be a. a Can you imagine 
telling these whippersnappers today they got to move to North North Fargo? I don't even think it was. I think that that's a been, weird movie. That would have been a blessing. I think. I think oh, it was right. out in the middle middle of nowhere. But yeah, you kid, ever watch that movie? It's been a long time. It's weird. It's weird. It's dark. Okay. I think it's dark in North Dakota too. I think there's definitely cold. some of that. I yeah. mean, P- Piper says her favorite scariest movie she watched the other night with her friend uh, is Misery. That is a that's a terrifying movie. <laughs> Makes my ankles hurt. <laughs> yeah, don't try to get up too fast. Goodness gracious! If you've never seen Misery, watch it. <laughs> it's a, that's a yeah that's a that I mean that's about as dark as it gets. So did you have a good weekend? I did. Good. I did. Yeah, we we uh we did a little little haunt down. Went to uh, Mexico for a couple of days. I got gotcha. you. Nice. I uh, got to watch what you drink. No Pepto Bismol in the morning. Yeah, proactive, yeah. A proactive approach. It feels so good to be able to chew ice here. Montezuma got its revenge, nah, huh? I didn't. No, no, no revenge there. But you got to, you got to be proactive. On your tooth. It's a game of heels and toes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you definitely don't want to be on your heels. You on get that on one. your heels on that one. You knock down for a couple of days. Yeah. You but uh, glad to be home. I love. Uh, Charlotte. Yep. I love North Carolina. I love the Carolinas, and I love America. I love everybody. There you go. So, uh, but it's hot. The heat has turned up. It is hot. Um, um, I don't mind it. The heat doesn't bother me. Well, shameless plug. We, you know, we we kind of like the heat in the, in the business that we're in. I mean, I know it's it's unfortunate when people have issues with their heating and cooling systems, but. You know, if you need someone dependable to rely on, Roby Services. Hit us up. Mm. So, anyway, we have uh, a great guest today, a yep. YPO buddy of mine, uh, John Toller. I've been nagging him for a couple of years, come on the radio, tell his story. Evergreen Enterprises. Yep. They do commerce sales, they sell home goods. I'll let him him talk about that. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm going to learn a lot because. Though we've been friends, I really haven't dove into his business model. He's calling in. He hails from Richmond, Virginia. Um, I, th- I think it's about twenty-five degrees colder up north there. Uh, so he's probably wearing a wearing a hoodie today. Maybe some earmuffs. I wore cowboy boots today, and I was really contemplating if that was smart. But he- I needed to be an inch taller. We got a meeting this afternoon. I needed to be an inch taller and an ounce tougher. Isn't that a, isn't so that a rap went, song? I wish I was a little bit taller. Is that what, is that what you're thinking of when you got up? I was a baller. <laughs> you know what I'm talking Ski-lo, about. Ski-lo. Check it out. <laughs> Want to be a baller. Ski-lo. Check it out. So you've got two homework oh. assignments, uh, our listening audience of all ages. You need to watch Misery, and you need to look up Ski-lo Baller. Can you roll out on that? And he wishes he was a little bit taller. That's the song we used to play this year going to Ford and Piper's basketball game. We get the car hype, the van, the rolling dumpster will be pumping. Boom, boom. I wish I was a little bit taller. Okay. That's enough. He's 5'8. He's doing all right. Skilo. 5'8. John Toller's tall. We have John Toller with Evergreen Enterprises talking shop, talking life. When we return, you're listening to At Home with Ruby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm with Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We are your host, Trent. I was hoping for a little bit of ski low coming in on the inset. Here, he can't do it anymore. He's, he's got to play these uh, unidentified songs these days. Something about copyright environment. I don't know. I we got to respect the law. What if I play I it? want your podcast to stay up. That's 
Skilo, Skilo would knock us down. He will. He's looking for a dollar now, for sure. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at 5'8, I looked up his height. He's 5'. That's not too bad, Skilo, but I mean, it is what it is. I'm telling you, it's pretty good when I can call somebody short. (laughs) (laughs) So, John, John, you're you're well over six feet, right? 6'5". 6'5". I always knew he was taller than me. See, that's all. I'm, I'm, I'm an over-under guy. <laughs> Why do I always have to look up to you? Man, I thought it was because you lived uh, latitudinally above me. But um, y'all have never met, I don't think. No, I, don't, I don't believe so either. But, uh, yeah, it's 6'5 is a big difference between 6 foot. Um, that's not like another 5 inches, I believe. But, uh, anyways... Uh, so, John, where do you hail from? Uh, uh, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, currently live in Richmond, Richmond. Virginia. All I, right. I grew up in uh, a small town in uh, North Illinois called Spring Grove. Spring Grove. You, in Illinois? Yes. Northern oh, Illinois. It gets cold up there. It does. It's hot right yeah. now up there. Yeah. yeah. I, I, went to, I grew up in uh, It's a small farming community, about 550 people when I was there. And then uh, I went to undergraduate up at St. Albert College in Green Bay, Wisconsin, Oh man! Which you want to talk about cold? Yeah, yeah there's, there's a little bit of difference between Northern Illinois and Green Bay, Wisconsin, for sure. Man, I knew I liked you. I didn't. I didn't know you were a Midwesterner. Goodness oh, yeah. gracious! Yeah, very, very uh, fond of Midwesterners. Trent and I. Are, well, your your wife's family has has some family in the Midwest. Yeah, from Indiana. Go back and listen to the last couple shows. Yeah. Talk. We 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 got a lot of ag, corn and beans, oh, yeah. pigs yeah, last week right. on the show with Alex. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. But yeah, so uh, yeah, so we just did a road trip up after after our big three in in Missouri. We went up to uh, Monmouth, Illinois, which is sure right below the Quad Cities there along the Mississippi, so about halfway up the state. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. I I, uh, I lived in Southern Illinois for a little bit, right outside of St. Louis. Okay, uh, so it's a, it's a nice part of the country for sure. So what what took you out of Illinois? I mean, honestly, you know, I came out of came out of undergrad and uh, just started chasing uh, career opportunities. I moved to uh, St. Louis to uh, selling on a, a road territory as a salesperson, selling the same things I'm doing now, essentially decorative flags, decorative garden, giftware to retailers across, um, you know, Southern Illinois. And then I moved down to Atlanta for a little bit to work for that parent company for a year or two, and then I flipped into uh, working for uh, a vendor. Um, being a, versus a sales rep, uh, selling decorative flags, and moved to Cincinnati for a bit, and and, and then met my wife at a trade show uh, twenty year twenty plus years ago. Now uh, moved a woman to North Carolina, uh, and then moved to Richmond. I've been here since two thousand five now at Evergreen Enterprises. How tall is your wife? Uh, she's five eight. Five so eight. Yeah, a, ni- a nice height for a woman, you know. I mean, looks Elo square in the eyes. I always thought, my- yeah, yeah. Her, her, and I have had several standoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Golly. Goodness gracious! Whoa. So, how long did you live in Wilmington? Uh just two years. Um, lived in that Monkey Junction, uh, basically between like Carolina Beach and Wilmington yeah. uh, area. Loved, I loved it. It was the first time I've ever lived on a coast. Being a Midwest kid, you know, you, you come down to coastal North Carolina, uh, it's just beautiful. Uh, and so spent most of the weekends on Carolina Beach or Fort Fisher Rec area down there fishing. Yeah. Those kinds of things. That's Great. a cool, cool spot. You, you said you were in Atlanta before that? I was, I was. What part of Atlanta were you in? Uh, the Smyrna Vinings area, right yeah. at the, the perimeter there. Smynings. Um, 
Exactly. Yeah, I know where you're at. So you've always been straight out of school. You started selling yeah. rugs, yeah, and you've always been in the home decor business. Yeah, now it's a decorative flag. I mean, you know, that that's kind of what I started doing coming out of uh, a school. Um, took a sales territory in Illinois, did that, uh, and then went to graduate school at night. Um, and had had a great job, but I've been doing this for 20 years and ever been to enterprises now is the, we like, to, I think it is the world's largest manufacturing distributor of decorative flags, you know, and, and right, you know, down in Charlotte there, if you walk into a Lowe's, uh, we are the vendor who does all the decorative flags in Lowe's. There you go. You really? See, yeah. So if you walk in there and see a hummingbird or a Santa Claus or a snowman or a Carolina Panthers NFL product. That's us. That's what we do. We private label for them and some other large retailers, but uh, that's our business. I, I We have a thing in the front of our house my wife has. It says, Welcome to Summer, that she got from Lowe's, and I, it's got to be your product. <laughs> I thank you for your business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. That's so cool. I think that's kind of the fun part about the show is like, you know, you, as a normal consumer, you take that a little bit for granted, right? You don't know the whole story behind, but you are the story behind or your, yeah, your, your business. Yeah. So, so I thought that decorative flags got trendy in the last couple of years. Decorative flags been how long has this type of thing been around? Well, Evergreen Enterprises is celebrating its thirtieth year. Okay, that's that's how long we've been in business. Our okay. founder uh, started making decorative flags uh, in her garage here in Richmond. And then started to sell them wholesale uh, and at state fairs and malls. And the business has just grown and grown and grown. So decorative flags have been a, you know, I don't think you can really call them a trend. It's, it's been a staple, uh, primarily in the mid-Atlantic mid and southeast. But it's been here a long time. Um, and it continues to evolve. And, and it's fun. I mean, you, it's probably one of those items you drive around your neighborhood and you don't recognize it. But after listening to this radio show, you're going to drive <laughs> home tonight. You're going to look at decorative flags everywhere. And buy a hundred of flags, them. House flags, a hundred percent. I'll tell you what, John. I will stop by Lowe's on my way home today, and if I see a snowman, I'll buy one of your products. The <laughs> uh, snowman set's not going to be out yet. We're probably still in summer. Might, might be uh, in a clearance but, section, man. He might have one left over from, <laughs> from the cold last season. <laughs> Send me send me a picture and how the how the how the merchandise. I'm gonna is. buy a snowman like flag and set him on fire. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love a decorative flag, and and you're right. It, it, it's it's one of those things when you talk about it. Now you're gonna look for it. And you, and like every yard is gonna have them. You hope, yeah. right? A hundred percent, especially where you guys are. I mean, in the, the North Carolina is one of our very best states uh, for decorative flag sales. And as I mentioned, we do collegiate flags and we do. Um, NFL products also, so uh, lots of different things. I, I will bet you our producer TJ has a uh, Georgia Bulldog National Championship flag in front of his house. It's one of yours. Two of them. Oh, yeah. oh geez. Sorry. Yeah, the, the licensed sports stuff is a fun business. That yeah. You do. Uh, you know, so much passion around it. We've done some really awesome pieces uh, in the past outside decorative flags. We do a lot of decorative garden products, uh, tabletop. We do wallets. We do drinkware. Uh, and I, I enjoy it, especially when you get into the championship products and those kinds of things. It's a lot of fun. Wow, man, that is cool. So, do you sell all over the U.S.? Yes, we do. So, we employ about 120 full-time salespeople oh goodness, in the United wow. States. Yeah, uh, and uh, they're, they sell. They've got a defined geography that they sell in. Uh, you know, some uh, one of our salespeople has the Outer Banks region, which is a great, and then someone else will kind of have Raleigh, Durham, and then someone will have Charlotte. 
And uh, we primarily call on, uh, believe it or not, independent retailers, your Ace Hardware's, your garden centers, your Hallmarks, your gift shops, and the sales teams call on those folks um, about five times a year. We release products about every eight to ten weeks, and that's how it works. And in the businesses, you know, you've got your flag rack in your store. We're out there now selling you, um, you know, summer, uh, spring, summer goods for next year, and then we'll come back in 10 weeks and sell you fall, Halloween, and then 10 weeks later, Christmas. And so it's a, it's a great way if you're a retailer to you know, put a seasonal aspect or element to your store uh, and or you regionalize it or localize it with a licensed sports product. And so if you're an Ace Hardware in Charlotte, you're probably carrying our products, and uh, it's probably red, white, and blue, and patriotic right now. And and pretty soon it's going to flip over to licensed sports, and and uh, you know Carolina, Duke, UNC, Charlotte, all the all the schools, uh, and that's the way it works. It's a fun business. Patrick just frowned because you didn't say Clemson. It's okay. I I got plenty of Clemson. I got plenty of Clemson. <laughs> I still got my 2017 <laughs> national championship flag at the house. It, it hangs. <laughs> It's it's tethered. It's, it's looking pretty bad. <laughs> well, uh, this is so interesting. This is cool. Uh, will you stick around and let's keep talking shop and talk a little bit more about life? Sure. All right. We got John Toller calling in from Richmond, educating us on a topic that I knew very little about, decorative flags when we return Evergreen Enterprises. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back at home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm with Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. If you missed the last few segments, go back. You can catch them on any social media outlet, primarily Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, or you can Google us at home with Roby. We are in a lot of places. Oh, I thought you were going to say your host. We are your host, but uh, I don't think we're on Snapchat. You were talking about Snapchat in the first segment. I don't, I don't know how that works. We're still studying Snapchat. We're still, so, all right, so you'll report back. Not there yet. In the EOS world, that would be a to-do the yeah, next week. You got to no, it won't be. No? I'm okay. leaving that in the home. All right, all right. Uh, John, so I also, you sell, in, you sell in Canada too, right? We do, we do. We have a Canadian subsidiary up there, uh, 17 full-time salespeople uh, doing our products up there. We we opened that business about 10 years ago, um, and it's taken off well. The Canadian consumer's... Uh, preferences and kind of taste uh, aren't exactly like the American market, so some of the product does not translate going across the border. Oh, but overall, it works pretty well. Uh, you know, and, and seasonally they're a little bit different. Garden centers open later, Makes those sense. kinds of things. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and this is John Toller from uh, Evergreen Enterprises. Yeah, and, and John is a YPO friend of mine. There I don't go. think we said that. Uh, we have we have a number of YPO business leaders uh, calling to our show, like to educate and share their share their businesses. John is actually a leader in the organization, oh, which is great. That's awesome. Uh, I think you are currently, or you just finished being the Virginia State Chair. I've got one year left. Oh, so, uh, doubling up. So, yeah, yeah, I wrap up next June. How, I mean, you know, we talk a lot about this business lessons, getting involved in organizations and, and, and industry associations, and then this is a business organization, and giving your time, paying it forward. I mean, how, how has your journey been doing that? My YPO journey has been, you know, excellent. I was, um, you know, I don't know if you remember, Trent, but I was somewhat drafted into the position because our, our state chair that we had in Virginia uh, transferred and moved across the country to start a new business, uh, and so left Virginia a seven, Southern Seven chapter. And I got a phone call from uh, a previous 
uh, state chair asking if I'd step in and, and help out and co-chair for two years and then chair for two. But I, I've enjoyed it. I love meeting, obviously, with people like yourself uh, in North Carolina and across the southeast, but I've also really enjoyed meeting other business leaders in uh, Virginia. No, that's great. I mean, sometimes uh, when you get thrown into the fire all of a sudden, uh, that's the best way. Just jump on, jump on the grenade and get to, get to doing and learning, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that was good. And then, uh, obviously, the family, the, the membership's always been very supportive uh, of me and those kinds of things. Uh, and we've done a lot of cool things in the last year. You know, we've done a reception with our governor here in uh, at the governor's mansion and talking about economic development in the state of Virginia. Uh, we're putting together uh, uh, in the boardroom uh, with the Federal Reserve President here in Richmond, bringing in membership to talk about the macro economy. And so, you know, kind of through YPO, have opportunities to, you know, learn from great leaders uh, like our governor, like the Federal Reserve President, some of our senators here in Virginia. It's been great. Yeah, no, over the last couple of years, I've heard the uh, Federal Reserve Chair speak a couple of times through YPO. It's really cool, especially with what's going on with the interest rate environment yeah. and, and all that 100%. stuff. 100%. You know? <laughs> So uh, go, we're going to go back to the flags now. Yeah, so sure. <laughs> what is the most popular season? What's your highest revenue season? What holidays are the highest? Well, we would probably call that every day. <laughs> and so then an everyday flag would be like a hummingbird, oh. a dog, a cat, something that basically could be flown on the house year-round or in your yard and, in, in, um, you know, kind of a neutral in terms of season. Uh, and then after that, you know, Christmas is, as you guys all know, uh, is a big decorating season. We saw a lot of Christmas uh, flags, for yeah. sure. Okay, do you sell anything besides flags? Well, we do. So um, uh, the business has a that has a wholesale element that's Evergreen Enterprises. But if you remember, Trent, we also have three direct to consumer catalogs: We've okay. got Wind and Weather, Viva Terra, and Plow and Hearth. And those are catalogs in which we market our products through to end consumers. Uh, so in those catalogs, you'll find things like patio sets, uh, wind spinners, uh, fat wood to start your fire. Oh, yeah. Uh, fireplace tools, those kinds of things. You, you've, you know, most, uh, probably a lot of your audience is now nodding their head saying, oh, I've gotten the Plower House catalog in the middle <laughs> before. Or, you know, we've had, we used to have some retail stores in North Carolina. We've, we've since shuttered those and, and have moved back just into Virginia and the retail store side. But it's a, it's a great business. We've got the wholesale side, Evergreen Enterprises, and we've got a great retail side also. You saw me nod my head, didn't you, John? I'm very familiar with Plow and Hearth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that uh, that's cool. Um, and so what, what was it? was wind. What was the first one? I didn't catch that. It's called Viva Terra. Viva Terra, and the one and before that, that was wind and um, wind and weather. Viva wind Terra, wind. What, and what does wind and weather sand sell? I mean, what do y'all? I mean, is what do you sell out of that uh, catalog? Well, I would, yeah. You know, they they kind of break into three parts. So yeah. Viva Terra is going to be more higher end product, more contemporary, uh, eco conscious type of products. Wind and weather is uh, more decorative, garden accents. Um, you know, let's call it you know things for the gardens. Interesting statuary, those you know, wind spinners, and yeah, the yeah. plow and hearth is more your furniture, fire starter, those kind of things. So they kind of three different brands, three different assortments, um, and you know, wind and weather, and I would say a plow customer very similar, but a Viva customer maybe a little bit different in terms of who you're targeting. So are you, are you shipping all this stuff out of Virginia, or are you sort of drop shipping? I mean, is that all? I mean, I imagine there's some sort of warehouse that you guys keep. Yeah, so we operate actually. 
four distribution centers yeah. in Central Virginia. Uh, and those distribution centers are fulfilling orders for our direct-to-consumer businesses, which we just talked about, as well as our wholesale customers. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, uh, we I think just under a million square feet of distribution center here in Central Virginia is what we operate out of. That's that's substantial. So, how many total? I know you mentioned the the, the sales <laughs> uh, rep count. How many total employees do you have? Uh, well, we. Uh, it's about a thousand employees. Once you also count, uh, we've got a couple factories in China and a sourcing office over there. So the whole family, I think, is we usually say it's about a thousand people. And, and, and in 1993, I'm going back, that's 30 year yeah. anniversary. The mm-hmm. founder started this in, you said, in her garage. Make sure I got this correct. Right. Was, she got a, was she a seamstress? I mean, yeah. She actually came over uh, from immigrate immigrate from uh, China to here. Um, was working in computer science for the state, um, and was looking for something for her mother uh, to do, and her father. And they decided to do uh, decorative flags. And so I don't want to say it was on a whim, but it was a side job and something for her mother to do. Is how the the business started. I mean, it's an incredible story to, to think about that. <laughs> Unbelievable. To where we are today. It's crazy, uh, thousand employees, man, and and hitting that trend. You know, I, I said it seems like it's a new phenomenon, yeah. thirty year anniversary. So hitting that trend at the cusp and r- r- growing with the rising tide, and then also being creative and putting work in uh, and creating a business that you can figure out, navigate, and and study and grow it to a thousand plus employees in in two country two countries three countries three countries it's mind-blowing yeah i mean unbelievable and and patrick and i talk about this all the time on the show first generation immigrants are so uh i mean just entrepreneurial and and put in the time you know we tell young people all the time no matter what you got to put in the effort put in the time diligence is key uh man that is amazing and how long have you been at evergreen uh 18 years so eighteen of the thirty. Eighteen, and where? What position did you start out as? I came actually in and ran the sales efforts. So I was vice president of sales. Goodness and gracious! Since, yeah, and then uh, since that time, we've done I don't know five, four, five, six acquisitions, um, and have grown through acquisitions and then grown organically. But I think, trend, as you can imagine, if you spend thirty years just working on one core product. And that's all you do. I mean, that's what your primary focus. You're going to get really good at it. And that's why when you're, you know, a merchant over at Lowe's and you're looking to get into this category, expand this category, we're generally on a very short list of uh, vendors are going to call uh, and talk with just because you have really deep expertise on, you know, what works, what the assortment should look like. And the assortments do change from place to place around the country, depending on your geography and your region, as you guys can imagine. That is amazing. Focus, 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 work, work, work. 30 years happened. Overnight success story is amazing. I think it's so cool. You started in sales 18 years ago. Now you've been running the company, uh, I think, for six years as the CEO, if I got that right. Um, I think you're close. I'm close. Yep. So he said it's yep. eight, you dummy. Is no. It <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm, I don't I, know. I'm messing with you. I don't you. know either. <laughs> so, uh, John, I'm going to put you on the spot. Sure. What is one thing, one principle, what's one of your guiding principles in life, how you run? I know you believe that family and business all go in this, in, together. Can you give us that and then also give you guys, how can people look you up, look your business up, and check you out? 
Uh, so I think on the uh, – let me start with the last question first. How, you look us up online, plowandhearth.com, windandweather.com, uh, Viva Terra. Just pop it into Google. You'll certainly find us. Or you can look online at myevergreen.com. That's where you'll find our, our um, products. I think – so, Trent, so the, the first question is a principle in life or something you should you, – you know, to, to share with people around, I don't say, you know, uh, my success or what I would suggest. Is that what you'd like me to go at? Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's open ended. I would, and I would tell a, um, a, a someone maybe coming out of college or maybe early on in their career uh, that for, you know, present yourself in the work environment, and everything else that you're always interviewing. Um, mm. I would tell you, I think uh, if you can. You know, kind of adopt that mindset and understand you're always interviewing a job. You're always being observed. You're being observed by your peers, by your uh, coworkers, certainly, and by management and others in the industry. And if you would do that, what I have found and the key to my success is uh, people generally have called me looking for me to come work for them in previous jobs because, you know, kind of out there working hard. Uh, in the marketplace. So I don't know if that's a, a good answer, but I would tell young yeah. people, always present yourself answer. as always, always interviewing. That's a wonderful answer. I've never heard it. Ask this hundreds of times to folks. Uh, always interviewing. I think that's Makes great. Makes complete sense. Uh, yeah. I will I will be looking at some hearth equipment this evening. I like to have <laughs> fires a lot. Everybody knows that to listen to the show. Uh, uh, getting ready for winter. some fat wood. Yeah, I'll give you my address, John. No, (laughs) it's four. John, thanks for being here. Uh, John Toller, Evergreen Enterprises, telling a wonderful story. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent just finished up with John Toller. I mean, I've been hanging out with John for years, knew he was in the consumer products business, never knew he was focused so hard and diligently in that business on on decorative flags. I've never learned so much about decorative flags. Eight years on (laughs) doing this show, 50 plus times a year for eight years, you learn something new every day. If that isn't a life lesson, you best check yourself before you wreck yourself. Well, I think we could almost do another show with John based on his uh, direct-to-consumer business. Now that I come to think about it, my mom that lives next door is probably one of his biggest customers. <laughs> yeah, my mom too. <laughs> I mean, he's got hundreds of flags, flags everywhere. I found interesting that he said the Canadian consumer and the American consumer have different, different, they, you know, different taste. That's makes That's sense. Interesting. Well, they they put uh, uh, gravy on their French fries in Canada. We don't do that in in the United States much, do we? I mean, that's what I call ketchup. Poutine, right? <laughs> I put a lot of pepper on my ketchup. You put a lot of pepper on your ketchup. <laughs> I do a lot of ketchup and then make it look like it's snow and pepper. <laughs> oh my Get a little ketchup. vinegar on there. Oh, you mix it up. Yeah, Ooh, I, I like mean, vinegar right. on my fries. Make me want. Some... I picked that up when I was in in London. Makes me want to get some Five Guys. Goodness they gracious. Good fries. They do Vinegar. have good French yeah. fries. TJ's shaking his head. Do you want to get a Five Guys burger after this? Come on, man. Let's go. I'm hungry. You're, I'm, you're dang right I'm buying. I haven't eaten a day. Are you feeding me, Patrick? <laughs> no. Feed me, Igor. 
<laughs> what not uh what was that that was that plant that ate people <laughs> little house of horror <laughs> yeah god we're going we're going deep on some throwback is here that, aren't we is that rick moranis back in the day rick moranis where did he go i mean honey shrunk the kids and he's gone he retired oh he's done He's coming back. Rick Moranis is a good. Uh, he was good, wholesome fun there. Do you? Can't you retire? People can't retire. They think something happened yeah. to them. <laughs> I think he retired to be with his kids while they were growing up. I and think then that's wonderful. He's coming back. That's because, a life lesson, right? It's going to be I mean, <laughs> make a few million off of uh, some blockbuster hits and then dip. Uh, TJ, I, mean, I, I mean, got go it. do your thing, honey. I shrunk the grandkids. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be there opening weekend. That's for Was sure. Was that a Disney movie? Dude, they they bringing back all these Disney I movies. I don't know. Is it a Disney movie? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> you better copyright that. Oh, you think I a should? A Roby production. <laughs> Welcome to the Roby Media. Did you not just hear John about Focus the last two segments ago? <laughs> we had Focus. an guess. Ex- we had an executive meeting this morning. Yeah, uh, we did. That we don't. I mean, the, the, it's every couple months and. We were talking about focus a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't get all crazy and sporadic like my hair be looking sometimes. Because <laughs> then you only have like three branches. <laughs> can, you, can you give us an update on the not road game? What I were you? haven't done it yet. <laughs> I listened to a little bit of that show last night. TJ's trying to get us out of here. He's like, we cannot talk about hair products. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You talked about that. I listened to Colin Jackson's old show in March. I was like, He's, you were worried you wouldn't be able to afford a subscription. I was trying not to talk about my hair for five shows, and you couldn't let me. I couldn't, man. God, I'm sorry. I wasn't going to I'm I wasn't gonna talk about my hair until I saw results. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good business lesson right there. It is a good business lesson. So, uh my daughter Rowan, uh, kids at camp this week, which is great. Ford's at camp, and Piper's working a, a job this week at a tutoring place. Uh, so she's gonna make some paper, bring home some paper. But uh, got Rowan's birthday party Sunday. TJ, you trying to get rid of us? It's time. There are other shows, evidently. Apparently, we're gonna we were wanting to roll into the next hour. But uh, hey, thanks for listening. We had fun. Thank you, John for being our guest, telling your story. Such a wonderful story. Uh, Go do the golden rule today. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Carry a smile around on your face.